0: Chapter 5 The Usefulness of Contentment Christian contentment has many advantages over discontent. One advantage of contentment is that it shows how a Christian may lead a comfortable life, even a heaven on earth, no matter the times. The comfort of life does not rest in having much. Christ said, A man's life consisteth not in the abundance of the things which he possesseth. Luke twelve fifteen but it is in being content. Is not the bee just as content feeding on the dew or sucking from a flower as the ox that grazes on the mountains? Contentment lies within a person, in the heart, and the way to be comfortable is not by having our barns filled, but by having our minds quiet. The contented man, said Seneca, is the happy man. Discontent is a fretful and agitating mood that exhausts the mind, emaciates the spirit, and corrodes and eats away the comfort of life. Discontent makes people not enjoy what they have. A drop or two of vinegar will sour a whole glass of wine. Even if a person has an abundance of all this world's comforts, a drop or two of discontent will embitter and poison all. Comfort depends on contentment. Jacob became lame when the sinew on the hollow of his thigh shrank, so when the sinew of contentment begins to shrink, we begin limping in our comforts. Contentment is as necessary to keep the life comfortable as oil is necessary to keep the lamp burning. The clouds of discontent often drop showers of tears. Do we desire comfort in our lives? We may have it if we want. A Christian may carve out for himself what condition he chooses. Why do you complain of your troubles? It is not trouble that troubles, but discontent. It is not the water outside of the ship, but the water that leaks inside, that drowns it. It is not outward affliction that can make the life of a Christian sad. A contented mind would sail above these waters. But when there is a leak of discontent, open, and trouble gets into the heart, then it is upset, and sinks. Do what mariners do, pump the water out, and stop the spiritual leak in the soul. Then no trouble can hurt you. Another advantage is that it is a rebuke to discontented Christians, those who are not content with their current condition. This disease is almost epidemic. Some not content with the calling God has set them in, believe they must be a step higher. They want to move from the plow to the throne, they are like the spider in Proverbs who taketh hold with her hands and is in kings' palaces. Proverbs 30, 28. Others desire to move from the shop to the pulpit. They want to be in the temple of honour before they are in the temple of virtue. Who step into Moses' chair without Aaron's bells and pomegranates. Numbers 12. Like apes that show their deformity the most when they are climbing. Is it not enough that God has given gifts to people in private? To edify, that he has enriched them with many mercies. Seek ye the priesthood also. Numbers sixteen ten. This is only discontent arising from an inflated sense of pride. These people secretly condemn the wisdom of God because he has not raised their standing a peg higher. All complain that their position is no better, but they seldom complain that their heart is no better. One man recommends this kind of life. Another recommends that one. One man thinks a country life is best, another a city life. The soldier thinks it's best to be a merchant, and the merchant thinks it's better to be a soldier. People can be content to be anything except what God would have them to be. How is it that no one is content? Very few Christians have learned Paul's lesson Neither poor nor rich know how to be content. They can learn anything except this. If people are poor, they learn to be envious. They malign those who are above them. Another's prosperity is an eyesore. When God's candle shines on their neighbor's house, this light offends them. In the midst of need, people can abound in envy and malice. An envious eye is an evil eye. They learn to find fault, still complaining as if God had dealt harshly with them. They constantly talk about their desires and needs, They lack this and that comfort when their greatest need is a contented spirit. These people are content enough with their sin, yet they are not content with their condition. If people are rich, they learn to be covetous. They thirst insatiably for the world and by unjust means scrape it together. Their right hand is full of bribes, as the psalmist expressed it, Psalm twenty-six ten. Put a good cause in one scale and a piece of gold in the other and the gold weighs heaviest. Solomon said, There are four things that never say, It is enough, Proverbs thirty fifteen. I may add, a fifth, the heart of a covetous person. Neither poor nor rich know how to be content. Not since creation did this sin of discontent reign, or rather rage, more than in our times. Never was God more dishonored. You can hardly speak with anyone whose passion of his tongue does not betray the discontent of his heart. Everyone lisps out his trouble, and here even the stammering tongue speaks too freely and fluently. If we have not what we desire, we do not look to God, but soon we are sick from our discontent and ready to die because of our bad mood and dissatisfied state of mind. If God will not forgive the people of Israel for their lusts, they tell him to take their lives they must have quails with their manner, Numbers 11. One would think that King Ahab's royal lands would have been enough for him. Yet he was sullen and discontent because he wanted Naboth's vineyard. First Kings 21. Jonah, though a good man and a prophet, was ready to die in a fit of anger because God killed his gourd. Jonah 4. Rachel said, Give me children or else I die. She had many blessings if she could have seen them, but she lacked this contentment. God will supply our needs, but must he satisfy our lusts too? Many are discontent because of trivial things. Someone else has a better dress, a more expensive jewel, a newer fashion. Nero, not content with his empire, was troubled that the musician had more musical skill than he did, How foolish are some who pine away in discontent because they do not have those things which, if they did have them, would only make them more ridiculous!